Yes, good evening all, and welcome to the one and only podcast focusing on the weekly exploits of clowns and average tennis players. Yes, in that order, I'm Mark Foster, yes, I'm back after a two-week break, boys, and this is episode 25 of C Special 1, Sunbury Men's Business. Unfortunately, two losses in a row for the Sunbury boys, two losses to very, very beatable opposition, going down to St John Bosco by four games and East Coburg by nine games respectively. But before we look at what's happened over the last two weeks, let's get some feedback from episode 24, which of course was all about the round four win over Millenston, which also featured our youngest special guest ever. And let me tell you for once, this feedback is weird because there was no abuse, none whatsoever, not even from the usual contributing clowns that make up this mess of a podcast. And speaking of contributing clowns, the Swedish chef chimed in first. Seriously, mate, I don't think you wait until the podcast finishes before you start your feedback. Anyway, he said, definitely back on track. Rachel was a breath of fresh air and did a superb job. A far better guest than the one you had last week. Now a big congrats to Mr Foster on finally getting his licence. Much to my surprise, I received a text last Thursday afternoon from the podcast host asking for my address as he was in the neighbourhood and minutes later he arrived by himself. Yes, he had driven around showing off his wheels. Speaking of which, his tennis shoes are certainly out there. Mark, were they purchased to put off your opponents? Curious to know how Ash feels about playing as number three. Has never mentioned it to me before, but get the impression that he sees himself as a number one so I reckon he would have been a little bit angry the stand-in skipper had him so far down the pecking order. Maybe this is the best way to get him fired up every Thursday night. Was he interested on your take on Grant Thomas as I like his honesty? Did you know there's only been one man to have spent more time in the Saints coach's box and he was your only premiership coach? Also, Thomas has the seventh best coaching record in the club's history. Not bad. Lastly, good luck to E.T. in his new profession, Hope you don't have to come across the likes of Phil O'Donnell whilst in uniform. As always, the novel that he's written produces has given me some food for thought. The overwhelming theme for the feedback this week is for the little media megastar herself, Rachel, my 10-year-old daughter. She definitely was a far better guest than the one the week before. Of course, that man, being the hitman himself, Mr Personality, Ashley Harding. Thank you for your kind words about the licence, mate. The only reason that I came over was that my shoulders were feeling stiff from driving in peak hour traffic from work to Mills and that night, and I knew my shoulders would end up being much heavier from having to carry the usual clowns on this deplorable challenge of a tennis team. You have to admit, though, that having the old Audi at the front of your place would have added value to your residence. You're welcome, mate. Now, as for the other set of wheels being my shoes, yes, they are a little bit out there aren't they they do have a french feel to them of course unlike the french there is definitely no meek surrender to the opposition doesn't put them off that opposition though they can't see them and that of course is due to my court speed i did have a chuckle about the number one position that the hitman thinks he should have according to your good self the hitman of course being ashley harding reminds me of that character where's wally No way that he'll ever want to be seen up at position one on merit. Perhaps perhaps tactics to put the opposition off. No, Swedish chef. Mr Harding is well and truly happy to hide down the order so his stats look nice for him. 
ET, of course, we think is going along nicely in his new career. Yes, indeed, let's hope he never has to run into the likes of Phil O'Donnell. Now, Phil O'Donnell, for the listeners, thanks for clearing this one up, sweetie chef, is one of the disgraceful thugs that thinks it's perfectly fine to jump in and assault police officers down at St Kilda a few weeks ago. All of us say, stay safe, mate. We love what you're doing. Keep it up. Now, a long-time listener, but someone who thought who should definitely contribute more, Miss Sumbria herself, said, loving your special guest. Think you need to acknowledge when Ash does so well on a Thursday, it usually means Wednesday nights have been a bit of a struggle. Miss Sumbria, if you think it's going to be a long mixed season, you should come and see his inept efforts on a Thursday. If I could pump him up for you, that I would. But I've got to tell you, it's like blowing up a balloon with a tiny hole in it. In the end, you just give up and throw it in the bin, because let's face it, that's where garbage is best left. And let's face it as well, you can put lipstick on a pig, but at the end of the day, it's still a pig. And back onto the topic of guests. Yes, Rachel did acquit herself very, very nicely, which led to the following comments from the key man and the hit man. Rachel should be a regular and entertaining guest. Much better than the host. Yes, thank you, boys. Now, finally, a new listener. <laughs> yes, from time to time we do get them. The Fraulein of Friendliness said, Can you please get your daughter back on again? No problem, Fraulein. She will make a return later in the series. And thank you for your contribution. So, with last week's episode out of the way in terms of feedback... Let's turn our attention to what's coming up in this episode and in a packed program tonight we'll have a brief look at the round 5 and round 6 losses, update you with the Audi Australia Player of the Year award, see which pairs split their bills in the bromances of the last two weeks, check out which pair should just give up altogether in the It's Not Me It's You segment, we'll see who's doing what on the prestigious tipping competition and we'll preview this week's massive challenge against league leaders Royal Park. We'll be back shortly. Yes, welcome back. Now, before I start with the summary of the last two weeks' debacle, I've got to address something. I have been seriously debating as to whether I was going to continue with this podcast. The issue was based around a couple of things. One was in relation to having somebody come onto this podcast as a special guest, who I won't name, because it's not really that important. Anyway, I helped this guy out a couple of weeks ago and asked him to return the favour and come on the podcast, and I got absolute bubkis from this guy in terms of responses, so I was a bit aggrieved. Another issue that I've been facing is the amount of time it takes to write this. Now, a few episodes ago, a few boys have been listening, I got interviewed by the Swedish Chef, and I explained to the listeners that it can take up to three days to write. And let's face it, it's a bloody draining experience, and it does take me away from my wife and family doing it. So I was seriously not considering doing this anymore, but I've got to say thanks to my family and thanks to the boys for encouraging me to keep going with this, because at the end of the day, it's got absolutely nothing to do with being taken seriously. I do this solely for your entertainment, boys, so sadly you are all stuck with this. How long it keeps going, though, is anyone's guest. Maybe I'll just keep doing it till I fall off the perch, or the nice men with the white jackets decide to take me away which probably won't be too far from now. So, having said that, it's time to review the last two weeks. 
and I'm not going to keep this a long segment, so I'm just going to go through it very, very quickly. So round five saw the boys go down to St John Bosco at home by four games on a very, very scorching night. The lineups being Harding 1, Taylor 2, Foster 3 and Clark 4. Last week saw the boys go down to East Coburg by nine games. The lineups for that night being Smith 1, Harding 2, Clark 3 and Hattie 4. I've got no idea how any of them played as I was off down the Wilson's Promontory with the Darling Wife. And as I couldn't get anyone on this podcast from that game, I've got absolutely no idea what went wrong. But I know you boys will. Anyway, that's about it for the game summary. Now, thanks to everyone's favourite, Audi Australia, let's go to this week's Audi Australia Player of the Year Award. And there's a couple of weeks to get through, so I'm going to go through them. The round five votes against the loss against St John Bosco were as follows. One vote, Eric Taylor. Down by seven games. Two votes, Mark Foster. Down by four. Three votes, Ashley Harding. Down by three. And four votes, the captain, Matthew Clark. Up by six games. The round six votes against East Coburg were as follows. One vote, the Ryan Hattie. Down by ten. Two votes to Matthew Clark. Down by five. Three votes to Lachlan Smith. Down by two games. And four votes to Ashley Harding. Down by one. So let's go to the updated Audi Australia leaderboard after round six. Hattie's on five. Taylor is next on seven with Foster on ten. Captain Clark's on 11 with Smith, who misses the next two weeks on 12. Good Lord, I can't believe this. Harding is the current leader on 15, but he's off this week. Now, boys, 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 someone please have a cracker of a game this week to put the pressure on him. Audi. My word, what a fine piece of German automobile excellence. Did you know that Audi has now been conducting crash tests for over 75 years now? They didn't have dummies back then, or slow motion camera, or advanced impact sensors. Instead, all they would do is roll an Audi F7 down a hill in front of a group of people and demonstrate the safety of their cars. Yes, boys, I'll say it again because I can. If you've never driven an Audi, then chances are you don't own one, or know anyone who does, or ever will. Audi, Vorsprung durch Technik! Audi, get one now! Now, it's time for the mm, get a room segment. And as for the round five loss, one man, the great man, Matthew Clark, the captain, managed to win all of his sets with his teammates, being E.T., the hitman, and myself, six games to four. That is officially a first. One man with all three sets being the same. Good Lord. At round six, it was the hitman and the key man who managed a six games to four victory. I'll tell you what, boys, I'm very, very excited to have a new sponsor for this segment in next week's episode. So have a good listen out for it, because it's worth the while. Now, as much as we enjoy celebrating the good stuff, we marvel and salivate just as much as those combinations who fail brilliantly. Having said that, it's time for the It's Not Me, It's You segment. And in round five, it was the combination of Foster and Taylor who wilted under the pressure, losing six games to one. Last week's round six combination was the Hitman, teaming up with both the Hitman and the Captain, losing those sets six games to two. 
Now boys, as this week is only a summary, I will reserve my wrath for next week. Now I'll tell you what, there's already a few deals lining up for a pasting. So once again, stay tuned for next week. Having said that, we will be back very, very shortly. Yes, and welcome back. Now, no around the ground segment this week, but it will be back next week once this podcast returns to normal. This week's clashes, though, sees Duda Gala travel to Greenvale, Milnston plays East Coburg, whereas Sydenham plays St John Bosco. So, with round six out of the way, it's time to check out the leaderboard for the prestigious tipping award. And there's some movement once again. Well, there has to be, given I haven't done this in two weeks. And my word, she is tight, boys, let me tell you that. The key man is now joined by the captain on 14, with the hat man and the master blaster sitting one behind on 13. E.T., who hasn't lodged his tips for the last two weeks, is on 10, with the hitman still on 7. I'll tell you what, boys, the hitman spends enough time sending me absolute crap during the week. By golly, he isn't clever enough to text the actual tips in. Ashley Harding, wake up, son. You're still in this. That is all. Yes, boys, I know that the Audi Australia Player of the Year Award is the one we all want to win. But with $30, Calder Cash, up for grabs. This is the second best award to win and the best tipping competition going around. Don't let anyone else that's got a tipping competition fool you. This is it. That's right, boys. $30, call her cash. So this week, what an absolute challenge. Top team, Royal Park at home. First versus fourth, and it is the game of the round. Now, I've been reliably informed that Royal Park are made up of A-grade juniors who, according to another team we recently played, have been labelled as arrogant and a frustration to play, who certainly enjoy taking their time between serves, and are known to celebrate exuberantly between points. I don't know about you boys, but I absolutely love playing teams like this. If they are as good as people say, then bring it on. We will definitely know where we are after this game. Interestingly though, this reminds me of last season's Round 7 clash against Tullamarine, where Tullamarine had taken all before them. No one had given us much of a chance that night, so anything is possible. I'm tipping the upset of the season, boys, with a one to two game margin. What a mouthwatering clash it is going to be! Now, for this week, is Harding and the key man. Incidentally, mate, good luck with the birth with Liz. We are all hoping for a safe delivery, with Et and Foster coming back into the side. Well, that'll wrap it up for this very very short episode. We'll go out tonight with a request from the hitman. He has requested Interstate Love Song by the Stone Temple Pilots from the band's second album, Purple, released in 1994. Now, I have asked the hitman what the background is for the reason behind this song. He won't tell me, which is unusual for him. No hidden meaning, I've been informed. By the way, everyone, keep those requests rolling in and we'll get them in when we can. We'll have all the usual segments back next week. On that note, it's good night. Good luck.